Is we live? Welcome to Bougie Black Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Montoya McGowan, licensed clinical social worker. And this is a podcast where we give entrepreneurs and uh, mental health clinicians the space to be their authentic selves. Um, I have a special guest today. I'm so excited. Um, this is my brother, brother. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> One of my brothers, Courtney Settle. And Courtney has been, you've been an entrepreneur like forever. Yeah, forever. Like Forever. Before it was cool to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, you was cool. an entrepreneur. Yeah, I was an entrepreneur before it was cool. And so um, we were catching up earlier today and I was telling him that I had to record an episode today. Um, this is season two, uh, episode one. We took a break for the summer and um, I had some things that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think I was going to talk about trauma, but then I asked him, what did he think listeners would be most interested in hearing about right now? And he was like, well, what kind of things have you been experiencing or what's been on your mind lately? And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. well, I've been thinking about loneliness and so this is the season of the blues. October, November, December mm -hmm, yeah. is the season where people tend to experience loneliness a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I also, in preparation for today, I went to YouTube and I Googled the word loneliness. And the videos that came up, it was, uh, the top video was 5 million um, 23 million, 1.5 million, and 4 million views of the topic was just loneliness and people were wanting to find ways to work through loneliness. Yeah. So introduce yourself. Well, uh, like you said, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, by trade, I am a barber. I've been 14 years in a barbering business and also by, uh, I'm by vocational, I'm a pastor of One Worship. Uh, been we celebrating 10 years this year, uh, forming on the Spirit of Christ, and we located in 1890 East Elden in the heart of uh, Southeast Memphis. So, uh, but you know, I'm excited today because it's not only my sister, but you know, she's my sometimes life coach, and sometimes we change positions where I'm her life coach or therapist or whatever. But you know, she's great at what she do. So I'm excited today about this, and uh, I was, she was explaining about uh the. I always, when I preach a sermon or have topics, I try to find things that I'm dealing with because it's more, uh, more, uh, it's able to make me connect more with the people because of what I'm experiencing and I'm able to feed them what I'm going through. And I think this is helpful. You know, I think the most challenging part is facing your fears and, uh, and helping other people overcoming their fears. So I think this is a great topic because I need it. <laughs> Yeah. So one thing that we've been working on the past couple of years um, is like doing a better job at creating like boundaries and desires and expectations for people in our lives. Um, both of us over time have also struggled with one thing that I like to talk about is codependency, um, people pleasing yeah. and the profession that we're in is great because we are great at caring for other people. We're great at being attuned to other people's needs. We're also good at being able to anticipate what somebody might need. And it makes us feel good to care for them, but at the same time, we both have had to learn how to not overpour yeah. because we overgive and then we're empty and exhausted and bitter and frustrated and upset and like, wait, I've been here for everybody else, so where is everybody when I need it? Yeah. But we also not cool with people knowing that we're in need. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> called me, she called me Jesus Junior. She said, You can't be Jesus Junior. You know, you you know, and that's what I had to struggle with. I, I try to help everybody and then when it's my time, I'm crying, balled up in the corner, like, what nobody here for me? But you poured out everything. And then yeah. you don't have a come to a point where people got to pour back into you. You need to get a place where if people not pouring back into you, you get a place or find some things to pour back into you so you can be able to continue to pour out. Because you can't pour from an empty jug, you know what I'm saying? Even the drops, when it's done, 
it turned to dust. So right. uh, I can't be Jesus, Jesus Jr. So I've, I've dropped that title. I, I just gave it straight to him. I like, I'm enjoying being court. Yeah, just like move out the way. Like, yeah. let me refer you to Jesus. Yeah, that's what he I do. He can hook you up a whole lot better yeah. than I can. So, uh, um, so, um, what kind of things do you think right now people can do to combat loneliness? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good. That's a good question. Because loneliness, because it, it it does not happen over like it, it happens over a period of time. So you almost have to catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, we go through the summer. We got hot girl summer. You know, we go through. Uh, you know, we got hot boy. You know, hoochie daddy shorts. You know what I'm saying? And, I enjoy and then daddy fall season. come and you know we you know we get past Labor Day and once we get past Labor Day. Uh, the loneliness, we, even though we deal with it, we got so much stuff going on, it creeps up on us. Mm -hmm. But it's already had set in because when holidays come up, when these things getting start getting close to us, we start feeling some type of way. Especially if you're like me. You know, you're 44 years old, you didn't, you know, you didn't live your life, and now, you know, you're at the point you want to settle down. So you're like, man, you know, you're coming home every day to it's yourself. It's getting dark sooner. It's getting dark sooner. And, you know, you, know, you don't have nobody to, you know, uh, you lack that companionship. So, um, and the answer to the question is, man, uh, you can find everything you want to do, but for, for one, you have to be comfortable with who you are first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, but still, even when you're comfortable with yourself, you're going to desire that companionship. It's not always, and, and, uh, and I don't know, I know women equate this to sexual desires from men. Like we want women cause we want, you know, that part. Yeah. But it's other parts too, because in the Bible it tells us that he said it's not good for man to be alone. So it don't mean just man, it means also one man. <laughs> so God created us. So it's something inside of us. I don't care how much money you make, uh, how much you work out, how much things you uh try to put on your plate and things you accomplish, somewhere along the line, what's inside of you, God has created inside of us to desire the other the other mate or whatever you desire. Yeah, you know what we're saying? made to be in community. Yeah. So, and then also you, you're made to have that person that helps not only fulfill you, but helps give you that, that love. Everybody want love. Yeah. You know, that's why I, I always see this and I'm let you get it back to you, but a lot of women got little dogs. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Because dogs love you. Un animals See? love you unconditionally. Yep. Like, they don't care what you look like. They don't care about what kind of day you've had. They love you unconditionally. And I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and um, we were talking about how animals love you unconditionally. So when somebody loses a pet, it's a huge, huge gaping hole. Yeah, and I can't understand it. I, didn't, I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand it because I'm like, it's a pet. But it's a like it's a it's a pet, but it's like a person still. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like I'm like it's just a pet, y'all. It's but not then just a pet. I, I have to realize that those pets become uh, comforting, mm -hmm. and they become a part of them. Routine. Routine. Our nervous systems get attached to them. Our body starts to like look for them. It becomes a part of your livelihood. Yeah. Um, so loneliness is is, a, is an emotion, and it's an emotion that we feel when we feel disconnected. Mm. But some people aren't comfortable with saying that they experience loneliness because they equate it to them being weak or not being able to get their yeah. needs met. Yeah. So what I found also is we, as adults, we become lonely because we're not forced into interaction with people like how we used to be. When you're in school, when you're involved in sports, when you're involved in other activities, you're forced into community with other people. Um, and now when, you know, after you've cultivated the kind of life that you live, you're not forced into interaction or like with the pandemic we don't go to church as much as we yeah, used to lose that even though we're more connected in with technology we're actually way more disconnected than we were before the pandemic because i remember one time i went to a um, brunch and it was like a table of eight people sitting across from us everybody was on their phone mm. 
Yeah, and that's that's always I, everywhere I go. Somewhere. And somebody asked the question with me. This was just recently, and it's crazy we're talking about this topic. I, they said uh, my friend. I had a friend. She's a lady. She said I've never went out by myself. I never went to dinner by myself. I've never went to the movies by myself. I never went to bars by myself. And she said, "Why are you so comfortable?" Because I was eating by myself. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I said, "I enjoy it because I get to meet new people. People may, you know, I'm I'm very interactive, and sometimes I sometimes I just want to chill. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to watch the game and chill out. But it's it, you'll be amazed on how many people are not comfortable with themselves. So I was um, looking at this. I forgot his how you say his name. Um, but he was talking about loneliness. Oftentimes, it's us having a desire to be attached to something. Yeah. But he said, if you're your own person and you're free, you don't need to be attached. You can choose to be connected to people when you feel like it, but you don't have to be attached to them. And I think people who are able to spend time with themselves by themselves, they um, are good at, like, knowing when they need to connect with somebody. So, like, for me, I started going to a new gym. Mm -hmm. And I told him, the trainer, I said, I have been experiencing, like, loneliness in my day-to-day, and I need to feel connected. And I noticed that I was starting to feel disconnected because sometimes I'm cool with being disconnected. I'm an introvert. But when I know that I need to step out, it's usually October, November, December. I have to do things where somebody's looking for me. I have to do things where I'm feeling more connected yeah. to people. Yeah, and and, and that's an, that's good because these and like you talking about a season of blues, and you got to realize you know uh, all of these holidays coming up. You know, yeah. you know, you can get past Thanksgiving. Cause Thanksgiving, you pretty much be with your family. You know, uh, you know me. I'm kind of cool with you know staying at home most of the time because of the crowd. But you know, after Thanksgiving, I kind of get the little itch as well. You know, cause getting close to Christmas, you know, you know, you want those matching pajamas as well. <laughs> but 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 the thing is, um, um, the most important part is what you said is like getting to a place where you are whole within yourself. Then also know that you can be needed, but you also can know that, you know, that, you know, you want to feel that type of uh, love from somebody else. But how do we cross over to that path, though? I'm just, you know. You asking me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some. I got some tips and tools and suggestions. Yeah. Um, one thing I like about being an adult yeah. is because is that like we have the ability to be able to tell whether or not a person is a good fit for us in friendship or connection after maybe one conversation versus when we were long, when, when we were younger, you know, somebody had to tell you four, five months later, like, you know, she's not your friend. Right. But now we're wise enough, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And we have enough tools and skills um, where we're able to say, Hmm, she seems okay, but I don't know. We we don't mesh or our energies don't really connect as mm. much as I would like to. Um, so we're able to better tell if somebody is a good fit for us right now based on our core values. <clears throat> One is be proactive and paying attention to um, like some of the things that you tend to do when you're starting to slip into a, a state of loneliness. If you're spending more time by yourself, if you're not answering the phone as much, um, if you have a lot of text messages and a lot of emails that go um, unresponded to, yeah, paying attention to yourself like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Am I tired? Am I exhausted? Or am I starting to become in that zone where I'm avoiding people? Yeah. And and then another thing, you know, and and that's uh, correct too. But another thing I want to talk about, I mean, I want to say actually about though, how do we avoid the the uh, desperation? Because loneliness can bring desperation. Because now, I'm you know, Christmas coming up. I want a good gift. You know, Christmas. You know, everybody want a good gift for Christmas. Everybody want you know to have their gift or somebody they can chill with. So how do I avoid this desperation? Because now I'm I may not be desperate in my talking. But in my action, because now, like, I, everybody else going to be booed up. Everybody else going to, you know, have this significant other one. Mm-hmm. And now I'm about to go into another season. 
Um, <clears throat> that desperation is really an energy. And, you know, if you're like, I want it, I want it, I want it. The universe is like, ugh, just chill a little bit. Like, stop. Like, hold, pull back some. One way to avoid the desperation is to create some routines. Um, it's called uh, creating an anchor in connection. And so if you have routines to where, like, every Monday night, me and you talk on the phone. Or maybe every other Monday, we get together and we meet up for drinks so we hang out. Um, and be courageous enough to tell people like, hey, I'm starting to slip into some loneliness. I need some connection. And your connection with me could lead to a connection with something else because you never know where the will of God is going to take us. Yeah, that's important. But having the, having the courage to let people know that, um, hey, I need to feel seen. I need to feel heard. I need to feel valued because that's what makes us feel connected. Yeah. Well, you know, me being transparent, like, you know, like, all around the holidays, sometimes I get sad as well. Like, because I'm like, yeah, I am 44. Handsome. You know, you know, nice looking dude. You know, I work out, you know. Got your own stuff. You got my own stuff, everything. And I go home. This is even recently. I, I go home. I look at I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm tired of being alone. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I go home. I can cook. Like, all these, you know, great qualities. And then, you know, you're still working on things. You know, we all do. Right. But, like, I'm going home every night. And my problem, I'm going to tell you what I, this is my, I'm, this is my, I'm transparent. I sleep on the couch more than I sleep in my bed. Why? Because I want to feel whole. I want to feel like I've been held. Got it. So the couch makes me feel comfortable. Mm. And so I don't want to sleep on the couch forever. <laughs> but I got a whole bed because I sleep on my couch because I feel that comfort level. So coming home and, you know, and it's not a desperation thing. It's just like some inside of me saying, hey. You're human. It's human. Yeah. And I don't want people to think that it's not. <clears throat> it's, it's, I want people to know that it's okay to feel these feelings. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel like I, I want somebody. It's okay right. to have somebody. But it's not, you know, don't let it be a desperation point. And especially don't allow seasons, uh, don't allow things in these seasons of blues to make a permanent decision in temporary situations. Correct. And sometimes we just got to weather the storm and finding things to do. Like, I enjoy working out. That gives me a little bit, you know, stress relief. Then also, I, I hit, like I told you, I go watch the football games or uh, I find different things to do, but then it still come a point in time where you're going to feel like this. So when I do get to these points of times, when I'm at home, when I get in the house, when I'm looking around and ain't nobody there, you know, no kids. Uh, I just had a good gr a grandson, so now I got a, more added to my place. So I'm excited about that. But I got to find out how to get it. I'll get in the funk for a minute. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, let yourself be in a funk when you realize you're in a funk. Because the feelings should be able to move through you. If we stop them or avoid them, then that's when we start to make dumb choices make decisions that um, could be detrimental over time. Yeah. And then you got the people that, that struggle with this too. What's wrong with me? So I love that question. And I love the question of like, why am I single? So some people don't realize that you actually don't have to be single. Like you could be married. You could be in a relationship. You could have four, five relationships right now if you wanted to. Yeah. But the shit that come with it, though, yeah. like when you get better at guarding your peace, when you get better at managing your desires and expectations for people who want to be in your life, it gets quiet. Mm. And quiet is peaceful. But sometimes peaceful can sound like it's not enough. But what's what's right with you is you're not willing to entertain just anybody for the sake of having somebody in your life. Yeah. Some people that come to me, they're, you know, they're upset that they're lonely or that they're not in a relationship. And I'm like, girl, you could be in a relationship right now if you want to. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you, you sure can. You can be in several of them. Yeah, you can. And, 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 and that's and, what you get for having standards. That's why you're single. You, that's right. You got to have standards. But, you know, they slip every now and then. Our standards slip every now yeah. and then because we'd be like, listen, listen, just listen. Just I need to just yeah. lose a couple standards 
for this week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just for one night. Like, I use God. Jesus credits for those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so every now and then I stand a slip because we be like, listen, I listen, I'm a little lonely. I look God, a couple of these standards, I'm gonna just I put have to these, the side. These Jesus credits over here. Yeah. So when I messed up, I'd be like, Woo, let me get one of those Jesus credits because yeah. I did something good for somebody yeah. and I needed to slip yeah. a little bit. I need to slip a little bit. But okay, I'm I'm past. So, you know, you, you told me, you know, you know, why me, why I'm single. But it get to a point where it becomes overwhelming because now, I mean, not, uh, I ain't gonna say overwhelming. What's the word I want to use? It comes, uh, to a point where it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Frustrating. That's what I'm And you like, okay, I'm cool. You know, I said, why is me? You answered it, but I'm frustrated now because I'm doing all this other stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging I'm with myself. I'm going to the bars. I'm, uh, I'm just chilling, but it seems like I'm not, Getting the connections, you know, I'm bringing out the energy, but I'm not getting the connections. Mm -hmm. So I'm striking out more, you know. I, I think the more no's you get, the closer you get to yes. I like that. I'm just picking your point. <laughs> see, 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 see if your see if your clients getting their money worth or not. See, you're trying to make sure y'all she getting they getting their money worth. Right. But, the so, more no's you get, the closer you get to yes. But. Because if you don't get no no's, then you won't know if you're going to get to yes. But it's easy to me say no around Christmas time because I already know what they want. So I'd be like, listen, we just wait till the first of the year and uh, we'll start in January. So, you know. That's so, mean. So, you know, because listen, you know, women, they be like, I just want to get some boots so you want, some, want just a gift. Well, it's, it's even more difficult for me because my birthday is 1225. Yeah, my friend's birthday on 1225. So they, they y'all. I've been thinking about coming up with a different birthday. Yeah, because y'all want two gifts, y'all only get one. That's, that's not my that's fault. Really, that's really Jesus' birthday. I'm I'm not sharing my birthday with Jesus. So, you know, you're supposed to get one gift. because Jesus already had celebrate. all them years before I was here. <laughs> so, but <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is really a big holiday where people get, like, depressed. Because not only do you deal with loneliness from relationships, you deal with loneliness from people that you yeah. lost. Yeah. You know, or moms or dads, so especially during COVID. You know, people lost so many people during COVID. So, you know, w you know, their loneliness was set in because now I didn't have, when I didn't have a relationship, I had mama, mm -hmm. I had daddy, I had my siblings. So now they gone. Mm -hmm. How do I do, how do I cope with, you know, because I don't have, I, don't, I didn't need the relationship because I had right. these family members yeah. or my friends. So now... The, the other thing about loneliness is it um, cultivates depression mm -hmm. and it also can cultivate um, premature death because we need touch, we need connection, we need to feel seen, heard, and valued. Yeah. And in order for you to like combat those times, you've got to really decide to be courageous enough to create the kind of connections and routines that you need to feel needed. Yeah. And so if you have to join a new workout group, if you have to join a new church just for the sake of being a part of something, mm -hmm. um, if you have to be the person that reaches out to people and say, hey, on uh, Monday we going bowling, you know, you can come if you want to, we'll be there at seven, show up, but also have plans to have plans. That's, I like that. I like that. And, and that's important, but especially through this season because um, uh, she said she didn't kicked out Jesus. She said you didn't kicked out Jesus. Twelve twenty five. He this, can get it back on twelve twenty six. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, she said she's not sharing her birthday with nobody. See, see what I'm talking about. Now you just started a whole another conversation. We didn't got rid of Jesus. And, I, I had uh, an uncle one time. He um used to want to bring the cake to Christmas Eve celebrations, but he would always put on a cake, happy birthday, Jesus, and Toya. Yeah. I can't even have a birthday cake to what? myself. Well, he is beginning and the end. So, <laughs> yeah. And, I and just see, ate the Toya part. I, I see this. I see Miss Pruitt. She's saying we must be intentional about our connection. Yeah. And that's important. It you know is. It's important to be intentional about your connection, especially in this season. You know, and that's why you won't connect with the, like you said earlier, 
with the wrong type of people. Yeah. One another thing that I've been thinking about lately is, okay, so we're older, we're adults now. We have kids. Our kids are like you know young adults. Who is supposed to call who? What are you talking about? Oh, the kids. Like, do does your dad need to call you? Do you need to call your dad? You know no, how people I, be I, like, I, just I ain't like, calling her because she need to call me. I'm, I'm mama. A, and I want to talk about that too in relationship too. But let me get to this part right here. Okay. But it's if you follow my heart, like today, a couple people fell on my mind today. I don't wait for them to call me. I don't be like, oh, you know, they weren't across my mind. So I just call. Mm -hmm. I send a text or I call, hey, you just on my heart. Most times people are like, what you want? You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I'm not one of the people that when I call, I need something right. from people. Yeah. You know, now when I call you, I probably leave some advice sometimes. You be like, because you. Forward to it. So sometimes I'll call her and be like, hey, what's going on? And then I get a whole free session. That's just, you know, that's my that's my Jesus cream. Yeah. yeah that you want to <laughs> kick Jesus off. But, but anyway, so, you know, those are important. You know, important parts of make, have, like you said, we're talking about the connections and things of that nature. Uh, making sure that, um, you're giving off the same type of vibe that you want to give back. Yeah, I um I had a conversation with somebody and I was like, hey, when are you gonna call me? Yeah. And he said he wasn't sure because he don't talk on the phone. Well, oh, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't lie. So this is this is my this is my problem with dating. Is and this is why some of us be lonely. <laughs> Is because why I gotta wait? To, why you gotta be? I like why you? Why when I call you like why you ain't call me? Well, why you ain't call me? Why why you ain't text me? I text you. Why you just can't be like hey? We're just we pursuing just, each we, other. We pursuing each other. I'm trying to beat you pursuing me because if I'm interested, I'm thinking about you sometime throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I'm just sending you a simple text. Hey, just thinking about you. Didn't want nothing, and. Now, I don't know what's wrong with dude. That was, that's strange. But anyway, you know, he's not a phone person. I mean, I'm not much of a phone person either, but if we're going to get to know each other, like, it has to be initiated in some kind of way. Uh, um, and she said she loved it. This is, this is good. And she loved the topics. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so listen, uh, but the energy has to be reciprocated because a man wants to pursue as well as a woman wants to pursue. I'm learning that. And the thing is, women don't understand is, we want to feel value. I guarantee if you ask 100 men like Steve Harvey on a family feud, he'll say, hey, 100 men, what is your most important thing from a woman that you would love for her to have? And it'd be words of affirmation. Mm. And give, I don't know why. But, but so the thing about that is, like, women, we're taught or told that the guy is supposed to pursue us. The guy is the one that's supposed to lead. He's the one that's supposed to be, like, the one that creates the atmosphere for the relationship. And sometimes it's kind of hard to know when you're calling too much, when you're reaching out too much, and they gonna when let you to know. pull back. No, not really, because if they like you, they're going to like what you, you know. It's never too much when you like somebody. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I like you, you can call me all day. If you can, don't fool me like that, I'm going to bother. I'm be like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm big. I'm, I'm cutting her. And then, listen, I ain't even cutting nobody. I'll be, be telling the story. I'll be like, Lord, forgive me. I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the thing is, the energy has to be exchanged because you don't want to feel lonely. Yeah. Feel like, you know what? It's just wasting my time. Yep. So now you become, you lose more energy or that person lose more energy, and y'all fighting over simple things. Correct. A phone call or a text or, you know, a simple like, hey, have you ate today? When the last time you asked a man you dated, have they ate today? Um, There was a guy that I was talking to, and I asked him that, and he was like, why do you keep asking me that? And I was like, I... He must want hungry. I, he must not be a regular man, because I'd be like, you better not ask me. I'd be like, uh, you about to send me some food? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, uh, listen, I'm going to tell you something. You, it's it, easy to get it's, me. It's weird out here. Hey, I'm telling y'all. They say, now, now Jeffrey Dahmer could have got me, but uh, just, but <laughs> Jennifer Dahmer, Dahmer could have got me. Jennifer <laughs> Dahmer could have got me. And she could have got me by food. <laughs> she could, but, but the thing is, you know, you know, and I tell people all the time, you have to put out the same. I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. Yeah. Put out the same energy that you want to give back. Even in friendships. Even in friendships. You know, because even in friendships, you can feel lonely. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I have been really starting to pay attention to my friendships and connections. And some of them have been because we've known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. Not because we have anything in common, not because there's something that we do for each other anymore, but just because of time. And it feels like an obligation. Um, But now that I've started to really pay more attention to my values and the things that I need, and also that I need low-maintenance friendships so that I can be... So hold on, hold on. Bag up and say that one more time. I need low maintenance friendships. Yeah, say it again for the for the people in the back. Low maintenance friendships. I like that. Yes. Oh my God, you need low maintenance <laughs> relationships too. I can do low maintenance relationships. Yeah, but go ahead, baby. High I'm, maintenance I am relationships make make my anxiety high. She Everybody said. wants to be chased, but nobody wants to be the chaser, the one to pursue. I agree, but you know what? It's kind of like what you said. If you like the person, it's going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless you can tell that the person got some other, you know, ulterior motives. And we all have ulterior motives when we come in relationships. I am not interested in being in any kind of relationship with nobody where I cannot take advantage of you for something. That's what I'm saying. We all have ulterior motives. You know, she says real out of here. Everybody's skeptical and wounded and scared of being hurt. And nobody wants to take a chance. Because everybody guarding their end zone or their basket or their goal. You everybody got their hands up like, okay, listen, I don't, I want you to score, but I really don't want you to score. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I want you on my court, but I don't want you to get too close. No context for You know what I'm saying? You know, and the thing is that you have to take chances when it comes to if you want you're gonna stay lonely forever if, if you don't, don't take, take no, no chances. chances. Yeah. And there's no safety in love. There's no safety. And because only way you're going to learn how to uh, get past your hurt mm-hmm. is getting past your hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she said, when I have my guards up when it comes to dating, I don't want to meet up with a man, uh, I think somebody else, what did it say? To be a gentleman and come get me. I think, hey, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> she said she don't want to meet up, I don't want to meet up with a man when what? When a gentleman to be a gentleman, he come get her or something. I don't know. I don't know what that's saying. I can't see it in the end. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to say, and I want to we interact with you because we want y'all to get to be a part of what we're doing. And come get me. Yeah. Well, well the thing is, we yeah. don't know. We don't. We don't do a good job at letting people know that we're interested or that we're available. And that this thing is too. This is the this is where relationships or dating or even uh, getting a know somebody communication. I cannot read your mind, and you can't read mine. I just think I just want women to be a mind reader with me. Me too. I'd be like, you're supposed to know that. But guess what? <laughs> like how I'm supposed to like, know I'm, I'm in my own mind. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think Mike said time will help you get past your hurt, and yes, and taking chances will get get past your hurt too, because yeah. you never know. Because I never know if somebody's gonna be the opposite of what I've dealt with. Yep. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, uh, you know you have to you got to keep you got to keep trying. Like I don't understand what people when it comes to dating and relationships. You will, you will wake up every morning and go to a dead end job with no promotion, no way of going up higher, no extra pay, and keep going and taking a chance, getting out in your car <laughs> every day. But you won't take a chance on on dating in yeah. life because one person hurt me, or two people hurt me. Or I posted him on Facebook and it didn't work out. So now I don't want nobody to say nothing about what I got going on. Let me go to Father because I want to even plug this in for church. Go ahead. People will leave church because they hurt. Yeah. But you won't leave the club. No. You won't stop going to the liquor store. No. You won't stop. If if, messing, if, if Amazon mess up your order, you still order from Amazon. Still going to keep my Amazon You're going to still going to keep. And somebody steal your packages off your porch. <laughs> you won't find another way. At Whole Foods to put your your packages in one of them little yes. boxes. Yes. And you still take chances. And even come to church, I tell people all the time, how you lead the church, lead God, and you, but you won't lead nothing else. You can have a bad the experience. The Lord hurt me. He didn't do what I told him. The man him hurt I you. The preacher hurt you. The people in the church hurt you. Man, I'm only saying this because we deal with hurt the way we want it. We get over hurt the way we want to get over it. And we come. So you're saying we compartmentalize the things that we're willing to try as it comes to being hurt and pain. And I never understood that until I, until now, like, you know, it didn't make sense to me, but it's a psychological thing mm. when people do these things because 
I don't want to say it's not as important, but it's really not. Like, you know, and I'm only saying like, so when it comes, I was just only plugging in for church because I want to say that because a lot of times people deal with hurt different ways, mm -hmm. but they still keep going with their certain stuff. Right. So relationships, when you get hurt, you know, and you want to try the opposite sex, which I ain't got nothing to do. That was just between you and Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, and Junior. But, <laughs> but you, you want to, you, but you'll try something different because of what you've been through. Yeah. Instead of keep going because it's somebody that want to love you the way you are. And yeah. help you get out of your loneliness. And but if you're not secure in who you are, you still be lonely in a relationship. Nobody. I was telling somebody last week. I remember when I got married. I thought he was responsible for my happiness. I like that. Yeah. God should be involved in everything because nothing will last without him. I agree. Yeah. But I I thought he was supposed to make me happy. Mm -hmm. He would try. He would go out and try to do stuff and come back like Bed Bath & Beyond, Bath & Body Works, Victoria's Secrets, Godiva. I'm like, thank you, but that still don't make me happy. Yeah. Keep trying until I learned that, wait, happiness is an inside job. It's not his responsibility. He's supposed to be able to add to my happiness. Add to it. But my happiness is my responsibility, which is why my business is called Stopping the Chase. Because we chase people, places, things that we think will make us happy. But the things that actually can make us happy has to be cultivated from the inside out. Yeah, and it's, and it's important. And, and that is the most important, <laughs> most important thing is you control your own happiness. Before, Which means I, you control your own loneliness, too. too. Listen, so I asked God, this was last year during the pandemic. I said, Lord, I want to be married. And uh, I said, Lord, I want you to send me a wife. And then Lord said, how can you ask me to send you a wife to be faithful to when you're not faithful to me? He said, be faithful to me first, and then I'll send your wife so you can be faithful to her. Because if you're not faithful to me, you won't be faithful to her. And that has nothing to do with just cheating. Sometimes I'll be like, Lord, can we just do it my way? And, no, cause, <laughs> because your way it got you hurt. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She says, take a dang chance. Stop being so scared. Ooh. Come on. Come on now. And your way got you hurt. Your way got you disappointed. Yeah, my way be messed up. Your way got you lonely. My way be. Your way got you lonely. My way is like the GPS keep rerouting. And, and that's the thing. Rerouting. And, and, but until we. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And you kind of rerouted going around in circles. And you know the old saying they saying, doing the same thing over is the definition of insanity. And a lot of us crazy. Because we keep doing the same thing over and over again. Hoping for a different outcome. And hoping for a different outcome. And this is the important part here is, once you, and this is a season of the blues. I'm telling y'all right now. It's going to be so many people crying, and not just for gifts, not just for this, because they are not internally happy. And then you have been, even right now in marriages, it's people not happy right now. Yeah. Right? Listen, I wish I would expose all my, uh, I lose all my call. What do you call it? Your, my, uh, Your followers. My men, no, my men call, you know, they revoke oh, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah, men yeah, privilege. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if I tell all the secrets right now. Yeah, don't tell them. But uh, I ain't going to tell them. Make but them I, come I got some, I, I cut hair. So imagine I got some married clientele. I'm going to just leave it there. So imagine what I listen to on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was talking to one of my friends that I could tell him because he's my best friend. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about him because he whatever. <laughs> but anyway, that's my that's my homie. But I said to him, I said, I said, I said, if you ask your wife, do she make you happy? She'll probably say yes. And you ask her, what are the things you do you think you do to make me happy? And I said, she probably won't give you the answer, the right answer, because she probably don't do them. And this is the reason why. Because we never learn to love a person in their love language. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he said, I said, and all you want is to come home to some Clorox. Dang. He want to come home to some Clorox. Y'all think I'm telling a story. That's some easy love. He want to come home. He want to wanna smell clean. He want to smell Clorox in his house mm -hmm. clean and some cooking on the stove. Mm. But she think. Now that ain't what you need. Yeah. That ain't what you need. And this is the thing that happened in relationships. I'm going to tell you, and I said this, we think we do more than we are doing for other people. Mm -hmm. 
We think because you can ask somebody, oh, I do this for you. I do this for you. I do I this for you. I ask you for those things. But those things are not important to me. Those things don't make me feel loved or cared for. All I want is some Clorox. And that makes me feel seen, heard, and valued. So you when know I come I in asked. in the house and I can smell Clorox in the house, I'm turned on. Girl, you'll get it from the rooter to the tutor. Goodness gracious. You see what I'm saying? And that's, these are conversations I had with him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't find that way to love that person, like me, you give me about cooking and telling me uh, how much you appreciate me and, and supporting me with my kids and my church. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. I don't need your money. I don't need, all, all this other stuff going to come. But if we don't find that way to love a person, guess what? You're going to have two people in relationships, in marriages, and in friendships. And even you got to find love language in your friendships, and y'all going to be lonely. And in relationships with family members. Yep. We are really good at loving people how we need to be loved, but we suck at loving people how they need to be loved. Exactly. And that's why we are lonely. And that's it. For real. I agree. And... But this season of blues is not, it just, it, they, they should have, what is it? Summer, what is it? What, what the seasons is? Uh, fall. Fall, summer. Spring, summer, and winter. And season of blues. <laughs> and the blues. Need to put, add the blues to this. Because people go through this. Yeah. This is a season that we go through, probably from October to probably February. I agree. Right, and, and, and I'm going to tell you this, and right before February 14th, <laughs> Well, you know, people don't really celebrate, you know, love day anymore as much as they used to say. They use it as an excuse not to celebrate love. But let your birthday come around. You want to celebrate that. But uh, like I said, it's closer to like the end of January and then we get back into, Mm -hmm. you know. Because then the sun comes out. The days are longer. People are gathering out in the community a whole lot more. Um, But the wintertime, the season of blues is actually the best time to start to be intentional about cultivating and nurturing relationships. Yep. Because you have less distractions. Yep. Um, Some other suggestions that people can do to beat the blues, um, being proactive and being intentional. Um, Sometimes I take like maybe one day a week to reach out to people and say, hey, I just wanted to check in on you. Or um, I just wanted to hear your voice. I didn't really want anything intentional um, other than just to say hey and to check in with you. Um, Make plans. um, Invite people out. uh, Be the person who's willing to initiate, whether you feel like you're always initiating or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, sometimes you got to create a fear of missing out for some people, especially to get them out the house. Like, we're about to have some fun, and you're going to miss out. I have um, some friends on social media. They're my therapy friends. Mm. Um, I went to Hawaii this past summer with my therapist friends. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, the Bahamas uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. I also went to Asheville. And I have a couple of other things coming up, too. But it was because I was courageous enough to be willing to put myself out there to know that I need to connect with people who can understand me, who make me feel seen, they make me feel heard, and they make me feel valued. Yeah. That's how you combat loneliness. Yeah. Reaching out to people that can do those things for you. And then also be willing to create some type of routine for yourself. Yeah, that's important. That's important, creating a routine. And these things, these things help. And the thing about it is, you're still going to experience in some type of way. Yeah. It's going to creep in just a little bit. Yeah. But you got to learn how to just breathe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I learned these breathing techniques. Sometimes I just be like, Whew. you know, I, I got this game on my phone. I play dominoes. It helped me to keep me, you know, occupied. I just wonder why my granddad, you know, my granddad, uh, our dad's dad, he used to play solitaire. He'd just be up there just flipping cards. Like, I'm like, hey, what are you doing this? Have a little drink. I he remember just, that. And he just flip cards. But he just, he said, it just keep me, keep my mind at peace and keep me, you know, keep me occupied. Mm. And you have to find things, like you said, in the season, keep you occupied. And um, and this in the Bible, you know, this is about um, Ruth. She dealt with loneliness. You know, y'all go back and read the book of Ruth. I'm going to give y'all a little sermon real quickly. Uh, she left her family, went with her mother-in-law, 
went to Boaz. You know, y'all know about Boaz. Not, uh, not, everybody knows about Boaz. Yeah, not crazy ass, not cheating ass. Boaz. So anyway, she was lonely. She really was. But she found somebody to lead her into her destiny. Her connections mm -hmm. led her to Boaz. And she found something to do, was occupying her time, was gleaning the field. And because of her not focusing on what she was missing, right? and she was present, and that's why people got to learn how to be in the present moment. Because I was at, I'm going to show you something. So I was at, uh, and I'm talking about the same story. I was at, uh, was it, a career day. And uh, I was having my eye on this chick. She was looking good. I was like, why ain't she looking good? I don't know what I'm saying. So I tried to kept getting, trying to get a little eye attention. She wouldn't look at me. <laughs> She probably thought she looked I'm, at you I'm, like this, I'm, like I'm, I'm flirting with I'm, her, but yeah. you ain't catching it. Yeah, but she want to look. So I'm trying to get a chance. I'm fresh. I'm fresh. I got my J's on. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, you know. So I'm like, man, well, you know, she, she talking about the other little doctor, you know, the other little dentist dude. So she just, I'm so, so anyway, long story short, I seen her, you know, I seen it again uh, on Facebook, and I like, I like something on her Facebook page, and then I get a ding, some jumped in my inbox or something. Interest. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Hold on, okay, hold on. Now we got some on the line. So, but but the thing is, and I'm saying all to say is, it may or may not go nowhere. Mm -hmm. But at least you took a chance. Show interest. And but guess what? They was they they said they were looking at me. I said, well, I ain't getting no eye contact. Yeah. She, you probably just didn't see it. Man, what it was the it? way we flirt? We be like this. If you don't catch it, that's your fault. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If I'm at a bar. I'm, a, I'm like right here. I'm gonna stir you down. Uh, listen, That's I'm gonna no hold on. No, not not just stir you all the way down. I'm gonna say send you a drink. I'm gonna look at you. Give oh, you a okay. Yeah, okay. no, I'm, I ain't stirring you down. Like I'm gonna look at your soul, but I gotta look at you and let you know. Hey, you know, then I'm gonna look out for a minute. But you know, I, I gotta let you know I am looking at you. But then I might send you a drink, and then I might put my I'm gonna go into player mode. Then mm -hmm. I'm gonna be like, you know, what I'm saying, mm -hmm. send you a drink, yeah. see what you know, uh, what bite. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta take a chance. Yeah. Does it work sometimes? Probably not. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it don't. But it's all about taking the chance. And then you might, this is what people very realize. Everything won't revolve into a relationship right. or dating. It right. might just turn into a good friend. Right. Because I need resources too. Because I'm trying to get farther than where I am right now of in life. Of course. And you might find good connections. And just somebody just to talk to. Because sometimes you may be in that lonely mode. And God will set you up. You may be watching the game at Bayou, or you may watch the game at different spots. And you may have that one person, y'all start talking, be like, man, it was good talking to you today. You helped me out. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's all you needed for the week or for the month. Yeah. You know, going back to, you know, when you asked me about the desperation, sometimes people are so anxious to get into a relationship that they appear to be desperate. Um, they think that just because we're getting to know each other that we're automatically going to be in a relationship. And that does not work. People need to be able to get to know you to see if they're even interested in getting to know you. And so being mindful of when you're connecting with people and when you're getting to know people, try not to be so anxious in getting ahead of yourself. Just yeah. take it for what it is and exactly. whatever it is. I, I know there's one meme that says sometimes it may not lead into a relationship, but it may lead into a new food place that I can enjoy. Exactly. And you may find a good bar friend sometimes like, hey, let's meet back down here tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it just, and then it helps you get through the season of blues. Yes. Because you need, we all need somebody. We do. We all need something to help us. And we can't do it. The truth of the matter is, we can't do it alone. No. You know what I'm saying? And if we continually try to do it alone, not just, we need God, and you need human interaction and touch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't understand, like, you know, I, I was, I said this with uh, one of my friends, I said it with you earlier. I was saying, like, how do older women, like, y'all, and, and I said this with you before we got on here, go through divorce, and they won't marry nobody. My godmother, she died, God rest her soul, sweet lady. She, she divorced at 42. She died at 75, I think, and she never married. And guess what? Not only did she never marry, she never let a man touch her again. Ooh. Ooh. See, y'all, listen to y'all, you see, just getting deep. <laughs> and I met women that's older. But let listen, I've seen older men, like my granddaddy, shoot, 
I ain't got rest my grandma's, but I don't know how long she was gone for. He was already turning the, the page. And not just nothing bad, because I think men, we we feel like we need to have somebody. Yeah. And women, I don't, so, but tell me, why is that, though? I don't know. <laughs> she, 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 I, I hit the third one with a question. I hit her with a real one. You're there, y'all. I don't know. I really don't know. I will say that sometimes it's, some people are so hurt or they've been so hurt that Somebody they're said just... she had enough. I mean, <laughs> she done had enough. Yeah. <laughs> so some people have just been so hurt that they're just not willing to open their hearts. But I, I, I wouldn't want to, and I'm not saying this for everybody, I wouldn't want to die alone. I work too hard to die alone. You know, and I'm just only saying it. Because, and not just for the sake of dying alone for companions, I mean, you know, for just to having somebody, but companionship is what we need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, she said she done had enough. She done had enough. Mother did, but just this a thing. And uh, uh, somebody said she divorced 35. I will not. She said I will not get married again. And uh, it's a waste of time. And uh, and especially when you're a good one. So you need listen. You need to come to what's your therapy place? Stopping the chase counseling and consulting. You need to come to stopping the chase. How does you need to come to stopping the chase counseling and consulting? Cause we're gonna get you married. God ain't intended you to be alone. So listen, we're gonna book you appointment. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Or the first 15 minutes on me. <laughs> <laughs> listen, cause we're gonna get you. We can't. Uh uh. No, you ain't dying alone. We you shall not die alone. Ooh, no, cause I mean, people. We need connection. There was a study done years ago, um, a long time ago, where there were babies in an orphanage. They had babies on one side, on each side of the orphanage. One side of the babies, they gave them bottles, they they changed them, they gave them the basic things that they needed. Mm -hmm. The babies on the other side, they gave them the basic things that they needed, but they also held them. The ones who did not get held, they started to um, sh struggle with failure to thrive. Mm -hmm. Even as adults, if we don't get touch or human connection, we start to struggle with failure to thrive. I probably start to cry because I need to be held in touch. I'm telling you, I'm getting old, but that's what we need to have that though. And that's a lot of people don't understand. Like, I like to look to see you got somebody listen promote. That's what we need, baby. <laughs> so this isn't this is the important part is that we need interaction. We do. And like I'm gonna say it again, he said in the beginning. I, God created all this stuff. And Adam looked around. He said, man, they over there doing that. They doing this. And God had to put Adam to sleep because I believe Adam was about to probably go, you know, get him some interaction with one of them animals. <laughs> but God said, let me put him to sleep because yeah, he's doing, <laughs> he, he doing too much. He looked like he looking too, you know. And he said, listen, it's not good for man to be alone. So guess what? What he put on the inside of him, he took was on inside of him, he took him out, and it manifested on the outside. So what's on the inside of us, if we continue to believe it, it will begin to manifest on the outside. Sure. And uh, she said, God forbid something happened to mine. I'll be looking for a new one at the funeral. That, that's what I'm talking about, man. I don't, I'm, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Reverend, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's okay. But that's the, <laughs> listen, hey, God said to death do us part. Now like, we, uh, hey. I got a ring. Hey, you a part. your wife to go listen. with it. <laughs> listen. <laughs> We apart now. I didn't fulfill my duty. She said, "Listen, thank you. You're welcome." But listen, I'm telling you, the point we need this. If we don't get it, we will continually find ourselves in a hole. Therapists won't get us out. Mm -mm. Jesus won't probably be able to get us out. We'll find ourselves in a place, in the in the in, in a hole, a dark place, trying to get out of the place for a long way. And you you need that. She said, "Repass replacement tryout." <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Hey, <laughs> listen, y'all, y'all, listen. I'm telling you, but I'm telling y'all, y'all laughing, y'all laughing. But I'm telling y'all right now, if I, God forbid, I get married and my wife leave here, I'm gonna be wiping and I'm gonna be peeping. I'm gonna be Who like, next? I'm gonna say, sister, I'm gonna say, did you see that girl, that lady? I said, did you? <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you. You think I'll be wiping and looking? I'll be wiping and looking.
He said, "Why he find a good find a wife find a good thing?" And we need to interact. It's not always just relationship, and I'm just saying this. But you need companionship, man. Yeah. And you know, women get mad at me, and I'm gonna say this, and I say the unforbidden root, I mean, unforbidden word, because they think we want sex all the time, and we do. I and mean, that kind of comes with the territory, though. I'm gonna tell you something. We and I'm, I'm a preacher. And I'm gonna tell you something. I I I love a woman. You know what I'm saying? I you know God made He made none. Better than a woman, you know what I'm saying? I remember Wade Charles. I love movies, y'all. And uh, he was on the uh, on 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 drugs, and he was shooting up. He said, "Ray, this better than sex." And Ray said, "Ain't nothing better than sex." <laughs> Ray. <laughs> Ray said, "I ain't got that much smack in my system." <laughs> Ray said, no, no, you don't, don't get, don't get me cop on this smack. Now this smack good, but it ain't nothing good in that I real can't smack. See what you're so, with that but one. it's always, it's always how it's lined up. You know, when shit's coming to the picture, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, men, women have to know that and you got to know who you're dealing with. Now, you know, you know, me, you can't come out aggressive, but we're going to want that eventually. I mean, that's that should be expected though. It no, should be expected not. to women be don't, a women don't, part of but it. Women don't. The issue is when you lead with it. When you lead with it, it's the total. Time. Because they hunters. Me and our hunters. You ain't never seen a lion go up on and say, "You know what? I want to eat you today. You look very, very nice in supper." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That lion pounce on you, but it's up to you to pull the reins back and redirect and redirect them. Okay. And if you can't redirect now, if you can't redirect that energy. Then you gotta get rid of them. Got it. You see what I'm saying? Give them a chance. You know what I'm saying? They I'll might just be aggressive. That. I'm aggressive. I'm I'm a hunter. But so sometimes be like, listen, it's too early. We're gonna get there. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I and can it, see that. And it might tame me down a minute. But you know, if, if I'm just a wild animal, I'm just a wild animal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to all give a person a chance. Don't always write them off because they might not know no better. Mm. I how many that. how many friends you give your friends a second chance? They mess up with some a lot. Exactly. So, she said women have a high sex drive. Some men don't want don't emotionally, need. physically satisfy us. That's why love language is that's important. Yeah. I mean intimacy is some people's love language though. Well, when God give me mine, I want her to have a real high one in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> She said, Stop "I she, preachers on virginal pedestals." Oh my God! I can't imagine doing bad things to a pastor. Why can't she imagine doing? See, bad things oh to my a God! Pastor? Oh, I'm so glad. I'm finna, we're gonna have to get out of here. This is gonna be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's why I'm single, mm. right there. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all to tear Jody up. Oh <laughs> right. Y'all here, y'all hand Jody. Jody, I'm gonna make them tacos. <laughs> y'all, me, me the good pastor. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. Women say it all the time. I don't want no pastor. I don't want to date no pastor. Ah, pastor, what I supposed to do? I ain't no Catholic priest. God, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is the thing. I'm a man. God ain't got no special guard. Ain't no more guards to eat. It's the I, same thing for therapists. But listen, I can't go get no, God ain't got no guard to eat. And I can go be like, hey, you know what, God, where you got Eve at? Show me where that one is. Because that was my woman at. No, my woman got to come from the earth. <laughs> it's the same thing for therapists. Because nah, people think that we can read their minds. No, I'm telling they you. They think every conversation is a therapeutic conversation. That's why I like having stupid, dumb, meaningless conversations so people can see, like, I'm not always psychological. <laughs> she thought you got to get tacos after the wedding. I'm so sick of these. <laughs> yeah, listen, so this is, this is, this is, the important part. I'm telling you, this has caused me to have depression. Mm. Um, this is a serious thing. It caused me to have depression because I was like, Lord, I'm doing your work. Yeah. I'm doing what you tell me to do. I'm doing right. Yeah. Why I can't have a woman that got a high sex drive, that like to cook them tacos? You know what I'm saying? This pastor want to freak it first. That's right. Freak it. That's the right else. Freaking first name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to keep it birthday. I'm a, and I'm going to keep it birthday. I'm going to keep it birthday. I'm going to keep it birthday. If he do that, I'm keeping your That's birthday. That's my birthday. Yeah, whatever. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus can't we'll, we'll move our birthday, birthday to the 26th. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, people don't understand. 
I am a when I leave that pool pit. Yeah. Number one, I hate when people call me pastor. They are gonna know this. I every time they get real, what's up, pastor? I got a name. You don't call me. I don't come and say, what's up, therapist? Well, people say, what's up, doc? But no, I say that's cool. But listen, I, I'm a human. So you know, I'm a barber. I'm a dad. I'm much more than a pastor. Definitely, you are. So all these things are just create me who I am. I do. I desire one, but I have. I've got turned down more than a parole board when it comes to women because I'm a pastor, mm. and it caused me to have anxiety. And I was depressed one time, like Lord. So I'm gonna have to be stuck. And don't. I can't tell you what I want to say right don't now. Don't say it. I want to, but it's it's different types of women that I'm not attracted to. That I be like, you know, look at me and look at you, look at me and look at you. Oh, want that? We all rhyme. Yeah, so <laughs> she said, "I ain't never seen the pet." Well, I, well, you see, you seeing one now? Because uh, they have more women coming at them than NBA players. No, no, not in Memphis because they Memphis are about popular people. Oh, and the names and stuff like this. See, I ain't got but a few members. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but the thing is, I don't have it because most women say, "I don't want to do. I'm gonna get in trouble with God." So what? You know. So, Just be on the bottom. He not gonna see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I'm, I'm going to hear. God, I'm gonna have to repent after you. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be ranked. I'm gonna have to be rinsed off after this podcast. <laughs> but this is the truth, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Like it's hard dating as a pastor. Yeah, I'm because, sure it is. Because I had to learn and how, as a pastor who wants to have some integrity and and, and as integrity and also I had to learn how to not talk about my church so much. Mm because it was always on my brain, yeah. because I'm a driven person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she said, them church has to be blocking your view. <laughs> I ain't got no, this ain't the church I got. I ain't got that type of church. So, but listen, it's hard. And it becomes a point where I had to question God. Mm. I had to ask God, God, can I put this down there for a few days? Right. Let me go find her. And then I'll be right back. And he was like, no, this is your task. This is your task. So, I had to find myself in a long time for a long time. And then when I get women, they some of them be they, are, they be overly too much. Like too churchy. Yeah, too churchy. Like I ain't asked for that. Or, much. or they ain't gonna be in church, or they ain't gonna go to church. And you got to pay your tithe. So I can't marry you if you're gonna pay your tithe. I'm just telling you right now. Don't even try. You ain't marrying me if you won't pay your tithe. We ain't even dating. So anyway. So uh ties first and freaky second. <laughs> Pastors are the freakiest people. Lord I've heard Jesus. that about therapists, too. But therapists, we have the same plight. It's just, you know, when you're in a position of authority in some way or another, you have different responsibilities. Mike says it's called sacrifice. Yeah, it is all sacrifice, brother. It is sacrifice. It's sacrifice. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is a great, great episode. <laughs> Put that thing down. Flip it and reverse it on them. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, and uh, I will be doing a video later uh, called Twerking for Jesus. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah, to subscribe to YouTube. Um, but this has been a wonderful first episode back with Bougie Black Therapist Podcast. Um, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Um, you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, sometimes I'm talking about smart stuff and sometimes I'm not talking about smart stuff. Yeah. I like dumb memes and if you want to connect with me, inbox me a dumb meme. Um, I also enjoy dark humor, but um, yeah, everybody don't get a chance to participate in it because people be like to be a part of the screenshot ministry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and um, if you find yourself feeling lonely, have the courage to be willing to reach out and let somebody know that you want to connect. Um, you can also always come to therapy and we are doing virtual and in-person sessions. Um, where can people find you? You can find me, uh, of course, my Facebook page, Courtney Settle. And then you can find us. You can go like our page at One Worship. Uh, I, we got a Facebook page, One Worship. And also, if you got some haircut needs, you know what I'm saying? I don't take it. I have a page called The Experience on Facebook as well, The Experience. And I'm on Booksy, so you can book me, you know, for your haircut appointments, your needs, and all that. But, look, you know, uh, in this season, man, 
learn how to have fun. Even though you're single, sometimes I make fun of myself. I remember when I just made fun of myself when, uh, you know, when I was, you know, when the single times come around, especially during uh, 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 Valentine's Day. You know, I always make jokes, and sometimes it help you get by, and then you help somebody else. Yeah. You know, these conversations, I try to be transparent, you know, so um, it's very important to me. But listen, I want you to come also. I need to plug this in. At 9 o'clock on Sunday morning, on Sunday morning, 9 a.m., one worship, come visit. we just an hour, and I dress just like this most times, you know, a little bit. So come visit us. You know, you're looking for a church home, you know, and, uh, you know, now, now, try to come in and holler at me now, you know. <laughs> Plug it, but we just, we just joking, though. But anyway, back to Freaky her. first lady tryouts. <laughs> on Friday. Next Sunday at Lord. 10, 12. All spandex. When my wife get married, I'm buying all spandex. I'm spending all my money. That's all she going to wear, y'all. So y'all come to church, see my wife in spandex, because I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, man. On his birthday. <laughs> Be courageous enough to have some healthy conversations. Healthy conversations are healing conversations. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for the commentary. We enjoyed it, and hopefully I'll get the courage to do it more. Yeah, she did a great job, y'all. So y'all stay up. Stay, stay love. Peace out. Come get your overflow. Come, come get your overflow. Yeah, I like it. Come get your overflow. Lord Jesus, y'all didn't tickle me today. We done.